Hi everybody, welcome back to Pagan's Witchy Corner. My name is Pagan. How are you all? I hope you had such a wonderful and blessed Samhain. Uh, at the Revelator Network, Kyle and I ended up taking most of the week and just relaxing, enjoying Samhain. Uh, I had a bit of an MS flare, but that was okay. Uh, that is lots better now. And I ended up doing some wonderful witchy stuff for Samhain, which we're going to talk about here in just a few minutes. And then this last weekend, I got to uh, participate and attend the Witches' Sabbath. This is my second year attending. It was absolutely a blessed and wonderful event. Uh, stay tuned for future episodes. We're actually going to do a wonderful review on it here. And there will be a written review also on the Revelator blog. So stay tuned for that. It was absolutely wonderful. If you don't know what the Witches' Sabbath was, it was a wonderful witchy weekend virtual event hosted by Laura Temptis Sackroft. Devin Hunter, Storm Fairy Wolf, and Matt Lauren. It was a stunning and superb event, an absolutely magical weekend. So stay tuned for more info on that. There'll be a future episode about that. And for our Samhain, it was such a nice holiday this year. It didn't feel like Samhain, and I've spoke about that at Witchy Wednesday. Like it didn't feel like it should have been so and it feels like it should, still should have been September. I think this week is the first time it really hit me that we're really in fall and I don't know why it didn't hit me in October but it just didn't. Now it's starting to hit me but that's okay. It happens from time to time. Uh, my Samhain celebration was amazing. It was wonderful and I'm so glad that we took the time to really participate and celebrate and do all that. Every now and then we will, in my household at least, we'll just kind of uh, mildly look through Samhain. Um, we don't really participate really big in years past. A lot of times that had to do with my health and how I was feeling. Uh, this year I kind of went all out and did a lot of cool witchy stuff. So one of the things that I did was I fully did a complete Samhain altar, um, which honored my beloved dead, which honored some of the family members that I am, you know, I consider my ancestors, they're, they're passed on. And some of the people that I want to honor as well were on that altar and left offerings for them, made a wonderful dinner. It was a fantastic, fantastic night. And the day before Samhain, we had a really fun and very interesting seance uh, that we did with Chaos and Shadow and the Revelator Network over on Twitch. We also had uh, the, the folks from Liminal Earth come by and we connected with something that was, I don't know what it was. I don't know what to call it. I don't have a name for it, but it was very old. It was very primal. Um, and it was a deep connection to the earth. And, uh, the really fun thing is we did different variations of spirit communication through like almost a spirit box, like with a CB radio and then traditional spirit box. But the fun one for me was they ended up creating a plant oracle through various local pieces of plants that they uh, had gone out and harvested 
and wrote up different meanings for them and associated with them what their actual attributes in life actually are and what type of plants they were. And that was really fascinating to me. And it really goes back to that whole thing of you can make anything divinatory. Uh, anything can be used to communicate with the divine and the spirit world. And it was just really fascinating and super cool. I kind of want to make one myself, but I don't know where to start with that. So that's been mulling around in the back of my mind. I'll keep you all posted if I end up making one. But it was a really fascinating seance. And I look forward to seeing what else we can connect with, whatever with whatever it was that we connected with. I, like I said, I don't have a name for it. I don't even know where to begin to call it. Uh, because it feels older than our vocabulary. And it was almost like if I was to give it a name, uh, it would have been almost disrespectful. Because it's like having somebody call you by the wrong name, but yet you don't know what their name is. So you, you just call them they, them, or whatever it was that we communicated with. It was a really interesting seance. Uh, definitely fascinating, and I look forward to the next one with them. It's going to be a good one. Uh, so yes, that was what we got to do the weekend of Samhain. And on the 1st of November, I tried to do something that there was a lot of hesitation with and a lot of fear on my part. And it wasn't so much fear. It was fear of what people had told me that I couldn't do. And that was participate in the wild hunt. Now, for those of you who don't know what the wild hunt is, the wild hunt is a hunt that is led by gods and goddesses, typically the horned god or horned god archetype, uh, which might be Odin, Hearn, Karanos, one of the various ones that fall into that archetype. Uh, there's others, I believe, like Scaldi can also find fall into it. And I, I'm so sorry if I butchered her name. I always do. Um, that end up falling into these types of archetypes of the Horned God. And the Wild Hunt, I was told when I first started practicing witchcraft, was a hunt that Odin led to collect the dead. And the only way that you could be kept safe from Odin collecting your soul was to put a mark of blood above your door. I don't know exactly if that's true or not because I've never read that anywhere else and I've never heard that from anyone else. I was told this by another witch. Um, well, it was a very gatekeepy kind of thing and it was one of those things of you can't participate because it's too dangerous. He'll take your soul. You'll die. That's essentially what they told me. So for the wild hunts, I was always fascinated by it, but I was also scared of it because obviously you don't want to participate in something where God is going to come up and take your soul. Yeah. And as I developed more of a practice and I was no longer just a new witch who was trying to fall in line with what elder witches were telling me, at that point in time, I realized that they probably had their information wrong. And the more I read about the wild hunt, it didn't fit and it didn't make sense. And so the fear started waning, but it was still a lot of people were saying, you can't participate. It's too dangerous. But nobody would ever say why. It was just too dangerous. And so 
the last couple of years, I have been getting very heavily connected to Norse paganism. Uh, it is the path that I feel most comfortable in, even though I do work with other deities outside of it. But Norse paganism is where I feel most at home. And Odin is not one of my patron deities. Uh, I do work with Odin, but he is not a patron of mine. Thor is a patron of mine. Loki is a patron of mine. Freya is a patron of mine. Um, but Odin is not. And so I didn't want to disrespect Odin by going with a different deity. I did want to work with Odin. And I went into a meditative state and I asked tarot cards and I asked the pendulum and I asked the runes. I'm like, I want to do this. Can I do this? And every time it was a unanimous yes. It was a definitely you can do this. This is not a scary thing that you need to be afraid of. And the big part of that for me was it was really validating that it was going to be okay for me to participate in my own way. And at the time I was reading Jason Mankey's book, The Horned God of Witches, of the Witches, uh, which is a fantastic book. If you all have not read it, please go read this book. It was phenomenal. It was probably one of the best books I've read this year. And I've read quite a few of them. Um, but Jason's book was so wonderful. And he did a wonderful tidbit on this. And I want to say it's a tidbit because, you know, it's four pages out of this entire book. But it was more than just the paragraph that was written up everywhere else. Everywhere else it was, you know, a paragraph on this or it was this is the history of the wild hunts, but never how to participate in it, never what to do, how you could connect with it. Can you participate in it? Or is it just something that could be observed? If it can be observed, nobody answered that question. And in all the years that I was looking at it and feeling this drawn curiosity to it, nobody could answer that question. And Jason did. Jason gave a way to participate that would have been unique to each practitioner. And it very is going to vary from practitioner to practitioner. If you are somebody who likes to hunt, the wild hunt might be a physical hunt for you. It might be going and honoring Odin or Karanos or Hearn by physically going out and hunting. And if that's something that you're into, there is no shame here. I used to hunt all the time. So good for you. If you do that, that is a wonderful way to connect with the wild hunts. For me, my wild hunt connection this year was a trance because I don't hunt anymore because I'm a vegetarian, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but for me, it was one of those things that it was such a really wonderful experience, not because, not just because of the fact that I had gone from somebody who was essentially terrified of this event to somebody who said, yeah, I got to participate in it. And it was really cool. It was really fun, y'all. And for me, I'm not going to go into a lot of the specifics of what happened in my trance because for me, a lot of it was very personal. But for me, it was an event to not only connect with my deities, but also to connect with my beloved dead and my ancestors. Now, you guys have probably heard me talk a little bit about this, but not in great detail. I was adopted. And so I don't have a very deep connection to my familial ancestors. So I wanted a connection to ancestors of my past, but I didn't know where to start or how to do it. 
and you know i'd gone about the way of saying oh if you're my ancestors can connect with me i'd like to know who you are but nothing really happened like it wasn't like there was a couple that came through but they were very weak connections they were not strong connections and so finally i asked odin i said you know on this wild hunt i said you get to kind of run the show you get to take me on whatever journey you're going to take me on and i'm here for the ride you know obviously please don't take my soul you know because i still had that in the back of my mind of you know maybe what if they were right kind of thing but once i got past that and really felt that reassurance from Odin that's like that's not how this works <laughs> that's not how this is gonna work for you um we're gonna do something completely different it was fantastic it was such a moving experience to go on this trance and I did connect with a lot of my ancestors ancestors from different various walks of life from around the world uh, different cultures and all that, at least from what I could tell, they were different cultures. I'm still working to get to know them. But it was really a fascinating way to connect with my beloved dead. And now, after that event, I can say that, yeah, I have ancestors. And I have some that are very happily in my corner and that have been in my corner this whole time. I just wasn't connecting with them. But it was such a powerful experience. And the reason I wanted to do a whole episode talking about this was the fact that a lot of times we have witches and people out there that will say you can't do this because it's too dangerous. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do these things. I'm saying that you should research it and find out if it actually is a good fit for you. And your research might take you years like it did me to find out if you can really do this or where to start or how to actually do this. And whatever it may be, it may be going on the wild hunt it may be connecting with your ancestors or connecting with a deity that scares the living shit out of you. If you're feeling drawn to it, there's a reason for it. Whatever that reason is, explore it, research it. And learn if that's something that is going to be a good fit for you. You can research the crap out of it without ever participating in it. And when you feel comfortable, then you can go ahead and do it. It took me almost up to the point of being in the trance to feel comfortable with what I was doing. Because so many people and so many different sources had said, you can't do this. You can't participate in this. And a lot of it, I think, was gatekeeping. We have a lot of the older sources that do gatekeep, that say you can't do this without taking these proper steps. And I'm not saying you shouldn't take your steps. I'm not saying you shouldn't learn your basics. You absolutely should. I am saying, though, that you should research every aspect of magic that you feel drawn to. Research how to do it. Find your path that fits you. And at the end of the day, if it feels right, deep in your bones, it probably is meant for you. Now, let's talk a minute about the fact that if you do participate in something that is quote-unquote dangerous or quote-unquote bad for you, if you want to do something like deep trance work or um, fl uh, using flying ointments, I couldn't remember the name for a minute, <laughs> Uh, the, those types of things that could be potentially hazardous. Yes, you could do that. 
just make sure that you're being safe about it. You're researching it. You understand it. And also know how to fix a problem if you mess up. Spells will go wrong. Stuff will not work. Stuff will break. You will make connections to things that may not be in your best interest or may not be what you were actually trying to connect with. But at the end of the day, you need to know how to fix it if that does happen. Every good witch needs to know just as much about protection as also about banishing and cleansing. And I will have some great references to some really fantastic works that will help with that. But if you want to try it, my advice is try it. And if you have a witch out there that's telling you don't do this, then yeah, go explore it. Go research it. See if you can do this, if it's really right for you. And if it is, well, whoever told you you can't do it, well, you can show them the door. <laughs> but ultimately, brush up on your basics. Brush up on all the stuff that you want to try. And if you're still new to something and you say, hey, I want to try this, give yourself the time to learn about it. There is no rush. There is no, I have to do it tomorrow. It's better for you to take your time and to understand something. For me, learning about the wild hunt and trying to get to the courage and the understanding of how to even participate in something like this, where there's not a lot of information, was really challenging and it took me years. But I'm really thankful that I did. And now it's going to be a yearly practice of mine. Because it's not just about connecting with my beloved dead, it's also about connecting with my deities. And having them lead me on a wonderful spiritual journey. It was fantastic. And I'm really thankful that I actually did it. So my advice to you. There's still time for everyone to participate in the Wild Hunt. Technically, according to a lot of the lore. The Wild Hunt actually ends on Yule, which is December 21st. Um, so if you want to participate in it, pick up a copy of Jason's book. I believe it's pages 201 to 204 where he talks about it. Find your connection and go on the hunt. Connect with your beloved dead. Connect with your deities. Go on that trance. Now, if you guys would like me to come up with a guided trance to do this, I would be happy to do that. I would be happy to make a trance meditation to guide you guys through this. Um, now, especially since I've done it myself, I can guide somebody else through it. And... Will it look like mine? Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, will it be similar? Possibly. Will it be completely different? Possibly. Will it be exciting and rewarding? I absolutely think so. So my message for you post-Samhain and going into Yule as we go into the dark time of the year is to explore yourselves and explore kind of what scares you. Find out why it scares you. Find out if it's your fear or if it's someone else's fear. And really enjoy it. Enjoy the ride because the one thing that I really learned from that whole experience is every experience is going to be different. Every experience is going to be wonderful and it's going to be magical. And fear just holds us back in the end. So 
that's my advice. That was my wonderful take on it. Like I said, I'm not going to go into lots of deep stuff that happened within it because of the fact that a lot of it was very personal for me. But ultimately, it was still a really awesome experience. And I highly recommend everyone try it at least once. So if you guys want me to make that meditation, you can let me know. There will be a poll attached to this. You can find it, I believe, through the Anchor link, possibly through the Spotify link. And it, you can definitely find out if you want to do that. And I would love to hear from you guys. Now, on to some quick housekeeping before I let you all go for the wonderful week. At the Revelator Network, I got an double box from Llewellyn. Llewellyn sent me a box because we thought it got lost in the mail. Turns out it ended up in the exact same location as the second box, which was my neighbor's house. Thank goodness for my neighbor being a wonderful human and keeping both boxes. So I have double the content. We are going to be doing a giveaway for some of this content. And that includes a couple of tarot decks. I'm sorry, that includes one tarot deck, one oracle deck, a book of pagan prayer, uh, Llewellyn's Little Book of Yule, Llewellyn's Little Book of Dragons, and I believe also Llewellyn's Little Book of uh, Halloween. So there's quite a few things that we're going to be giving away. Um, we're probably going to, I may do the uh, giveaways in individual forms, so each one will be for a different object. Uh, or we might just do it at random. I don't know yet. I will keep you guys posted as soon as we have those set up. And the giveaway will not only be through Pagan's Witchy, uh, Pagan's Witchy Corner, it will also be through Chaos and Shadow and the Revelator Network. So stay tuned for that. Also stay tuned for Witchy Wednesdays. If you haven't already come to participate with those, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, we host Witchy Wednesday, and we do tarot readings, we do uh, crafting, we do spell work, it's all sorts of good stuff. There will be a link below in the description for that. If you are also looking for a tarot reader or looking for some tarot readings or Reiki sessions, you can get those from me directly below as well. And finally, if you haven't already listened to some of our reviews, please do. If you are somebody who likes to read your reviews, head over to revelatornetwork.com forward slash news. That has all of our reviews that come out every Friday. And I hope that you had a wonderful and blessed week. I hope that you have a wonderful and blessed week for the upcoming week. And I will talk to you all very, very soon. Take care, everybody, and stay safe.